Hello, everyone. I welcome you to The Butterfly Effect, a mental health podcast to help you navigate through adversity and begin your transformative journey to healing mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. From anxiety to domestic violence, this podcast will discuss a wide range of mental health topics, hearing real people discuss their raw experiences. Because this podcast touches on sensitive topics, listener discretion is advised, and the information that is provided is not meant to diagnose or treat any mental health condition or be a substitute for therapy. If you are experiencing any mental health symptoms while listening, I encourage you to contact somebody that you trust or a mental health provider in your community. So, without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Butterfly Effect podcast. My name is Queen Shimoniak, and I welcome you to another Metamorphosis Monday. Good morning, guys. How are you? I hope that you had an amazing week. We are back on our regularly scheduled program of coming out with these in the morning. Um, Before I get into this morning's episode and just this morning's topic, I wanted to let you guys know that we are truly growing as a community and it has been warming my heart to hear the little messages you guys leave me on Instagram and telling me how much you love my episodes and it just really does touch my heart to know that it's reaching so many of you guys and resonating with where you are right now in your lives. And I just send a huge hug from Texas. Thank you so much for your love and support. I also wanted to come on here to let you know that we are coming up on our first birthday on April 24th. I am going to come out with a special episode, so please stay tuned for that because it's so insane that it's been that long since I decided to go in my closet and start making this platform for all of you guys. And uh, it's just so surreal. But this morning, I wanted to come on here and talk about empathy. And the reason why is because I was kind of reflecting all week. And I was noticing that in my life, personally, I have been progressing at a very steady um, state. And I just feel like there's so much momentum in my life and I'm so flexible and I'm doing so many different things and I just feel on top of the world. But I know that there are some friends of mine that are the complete opposite. And I am sure that, you know, as you guys reflect on your healing journey, you can recognize that you are in a completely different mental state than you were probably a month ago or maybe even yesterday. But there might be some friends or family members or other loved ones that don't feel the same way as you do and are going through a lot of stressful experiences that they then want to kind of come to you about because they see that you're healing or they see that you're somebody that has been a ride or die type of individual or somebody that they can just be safe with. But when those individuals come to us, they're is an important aspect that we have to practice, and that is empathy. Empathy is one of the most important um, social factors of human behavior, primarily because it is a way for us to deeper, um, to have a deeper connection with people. Um, it's a way in which we can really put ourselves in the other person's shoes and 
be able to be in that perspective with no judgment and create a safe space for the other person to confide in us. But also empathy is extremely important because it teaches us how to um, better navigate through stressful situations and be able to respond appropriately and just to understand how other people think, feel, and process their emotions. So if you guys didn't know, there are actually three different types of empathy. We have cognitive, emotional, and compassionate. So I want to go through these just really quickly. Um, Cognitive empathy is essentially the ability to understand the other individual and how they think and their perspective on a situation. This is essentially very good if you are kind of in a debate or you're hearing about another person's viewpoint and how they see the world around them. This is extremely helpful in um, making business proposals or you're trying to, um, you know, just talk to somebody and just hear their perspective, but you're understanding the way of their thinking and how diverse their viewpoints might be and how it differs from yours. Emotional empathy, which is for all of my little empaths out there, like your host, I am an extreme empath in my opinion, but this is essentially the ability to feel the emotions of the other person as it is happening. So as an empath, essentially how this happens is when you are in a situation and someone is kind of telling me about what they're going through and they're crying, I myself will start crying because I will take on the emotions of the other person because I can feel it. Like I'm not just listening, I just feel it. And I take on those emotions as if they are my own. And both cognitive and emotional empathy are very, very essential ways of showing empathy, but they both have their downfalls. So with cognitive empathy, you might come off as too cold or the other person might feel as though you are going to try to impose your way of thinking onto them. And with emotional empathy, you will sometimes feel their emotions so much that you will feel as though you have to take on their pain and try to fix it. And this is something that I myself had to learn as an empath is learning to create emotional boundaries with people and knowing when to just, I can still feel how they feel, but I cannot take that on as my own. And as human beings, we are sponges. We collect things and Essentially, when you are feeling the emotions of another person, you're that sponge that's just holding in all that emotion. And at some point, if you are not releasing that out into the ether, then it's just sitting water and it just gets buried up with different emotions. And then you end up having panic attacks or feeling very anxious or sad after that encounter because you have now then taken on all the emotions of the other person when they're not your burdens to take. So those are two different types of empathy. So what is the third one? The third one is the one that we should all kind of be aiming for, and that is compassionate empathy. So compassionate empathy is genuine, loving energy, and essentially you are giving genuine love and concern for the other person and their well-being while also having a level of detachment. So yes, you can listen. You're listening with an open heart and an open mind, but you are also 
disconnect. You're also detached in a way where you're not going to get completely attached to their emotions. So it's that healthy balance between cognitive and emotional empathy. So if empathy is so important, why do we need to practice that? You're probably thinking, Queen, I'm the most empathetic person. I can just understand everybody's perspective. I'm good on this topic. I don't think we, I, I think I'm fine. Well, believe it or not, there are ways that you can be a better emp- empathetic person. So by doing this, we need to understand two different perspectives, your perspective and the other person's perspective, because the aspect of being able to be empathetic is placing yourself in the other person's shoes. So in order to do that, you need to understand where the other person is coming from and why they're coming to you in order to confide and to let you know what they're feeling. So one thing that you need to recognize is the other person is coming to you because they're trying to have someone listen with an open mind, an open heart, an open perspective, and listening without giving judgment, criticism, or without a response. So with empathy, there's two major things that you need to keep in mind. Empathy involves active listening and vulnerability. So active listening essentially means listening without a response, listening without already thinking of what you're going to say and how you're going to say it and knowing and not really listening to the other person's concern. So when you are listening with an open heart and open mind, the other person is coming to you because they're really trying to just have someone to vent to. They're just wanting to get a different perspective. They're wanting to just get everything that's in their mind and in their heart just out on the table. That itself puts them at a state of vulnerability. And when they're in that state, they are letting down their defenses. So this is another thing that you need to recognize. They're letting down their defenses in order to search for a safe space, a safe space to feel, think, process all of their emotions and feelings and thoughts all at the same time. And they come to you with that type of mindset. Now, this is very important because on your end, what you need to do to be a better empathetic individual is number one, understanding what role you are playing. Are you the listener or are you the counselor? And this is something that, you know, shout out to my friend Toby. He actually taught me um, when I would talk to him and we would have these like conversations and I would say, oh, Toby, I need I, I just need to get some things off my chest. He will ask me, queen, are you looking for me to listen? Or are you looking for advice? And if you want advice, how honest do you want me to be? And it's so interesting that he would um, ask me that because it just started uh, turning little wheels in my mind. Like, what is it that I'm looking for? Am I looking for a response? Am I looking for advice? What am I, what am I looking for? And I'd say, oh, well, I just want you to be the listener. I just need you to listen. So that's when that active listening aspect kind of comes into play of knowing that you are just listening and you're being neutral. You're not really looking to search for a solution for that individual. And another aspect with active listening is not already trying to think of situations that can compare to the situation that the other person is talking about. And essentially as human beings, we just want to connect the dots and we want to be able to understand the other person. But sometimes by doing this, we can then dismiss the other person's 
actual situations or you can place a seed in their mind where they feel like they need to then fix their own way of thinking in order to control the situation that they are stressed about in order to get the same result that you got. And that's not something that you want to do. So being able to be an active, a very good active listener is very important. Another aspect you need to be thinking about on your perspective is if you are the one that is the counselor or you are put in that role of giving advice, there are two things you need to keep in mind. One is that just like they are being open and vulnerable with you, you have to then be open and vulnerable yourself. You have to be able to let down your walls and let down your defenses to create a safe space of no judgment, of no criticism, of nothing that will make the other person feel like they can never confide in you because you are just going to make them feel uncomfortable. So that's one aspect. But the other aspect is as much as we want to give advice and we want to help everybody that crosses our path, we ourselves have to keep our boundaries in check and understand where we are mentally because there will be situations where people want to come to you to help fix their problems when you yourself can't even fix your own at the moment because you are going through things and you don't want to give someone bad advice because you're not in the best mental state. And this might be a very rude awakening to some of you or something that you know you might say, well, queen, like I don't want to come off like, I'm dismissing them or I don't want to come off like I'm insensitive. You're going to come off insensitive if you give that person half-ass advice and you're giving that individual, you're not giving that person and their emotions the attention and the care that they need because you yourself have things going on in your mind and in your life. So ask yourself, can you currently take on or handle someone else's stress when you are stressed as well? That's like the blind leading the blind, and that's not something that you want to do. Something that you needed to keep in mind is that empathy is a, a, a state where you can put yourself in that person's shoes, but you're curious and you're inquiring with no judgment. You're just searching and you're kind of just allowing the conversation to flow. And based off that conversation and that self-awareness and being mindful of the other person, you can then see what maybe they might be looking for or maybe you can ask specific questions to help you know them navigate through their emotions but you are not there to fix them nor are you there to give all the solutions in the world you are there to just be a safe place to be vulnerable to be someone that they can come to and you can practice compassionate empathy by listening with genuine love and care and with so much compassion, but by also having a level of detachment, knowing your boundaries, knowing what you can handle, what you cannot handle. And also guys, if there's a situation that you know you don't have expertise on, do not give someone advice knowing that you yourself have never been in that situation and you don't know exactly what to say. Don't be afraid to direct somebody to other resources like, oh, you know, let me think about that or let me see about articles or therapists or things like that could potentially help you because you will sometimes be placed in situations where you won't know what to say, you won't know what to do. And just by saying, oh man, that sucks. Like, damn, I'm sorry. Like, man, that 
that's just, that's a lot. Like saying phrases like that is not going to help. And also, just like I've talked about before in some episodes, avoid toxic positivity. Avoid by hearing somebody, like they spill the whole life to you and you're just like, you know what? Yeah, you know, things will get better. You know, don't worry. Like, you know, the sun will come up tomorrow. Like, <laughs> that's not what they're looking for. <laughs> and that's not going to help the situation. That's like putting a very small Band-Aid on a huge wound and that's not going to help. So being able to be an empathetic person also takes understanding that you will find commonalities as well as differences in what another person is saying. There might be some things that someone wants to confide in you about that might be completely different than what you would do or might be different from your own morals and values or belief systems. But empathy is knowing that you can place yourself in that person's perspective and you can still uphold to your own beliefs, but you're trying to understand the other person's perspective, their own beliefs, their own morals, how they see the situation, how they're trying to react to the situation or respond. Those are very important things to keep in mind when you are practicing empathy. Now, along with empathy, you know, with giving it to another person is yes, everybody, you can yourself give empathy to you, which is called self-empathy. Um, so how do you do that? Like, how do we practice self-empathy? Number one, just like you have to stay mindful about the other person and their feelings, you also have to stay mindful. Being able to know how you're feeling in that given moment, being able to emotionally regulate and come into awareness. I'm reading a book right now called The Art of Surrender. And in that book, it talks about how being disconnected is actually what leads to suffering. And I firmly believe this because when you are thinking about your emotions and the more that you disconnect from yourself, the more that you will then dismiss your emotions and suppress them so much where you will allow other people to do it as well. And then you reach a period where you feel like, you're so overwhelmed with emotion or you're not properly responding to situations because you have completely disconnected from that emotional part of yourself. Emotions are not your enemy, y'all. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset and angry, but know how to understand that feeling. So another thing is to learn to replace negative self-talk and harsh judgment on yourself. So just like we have to do it with another person, you need to do it with yourself. Don't give yourself those toxic, positive, like, you know, little quotes like, yeah, you got this. Like, it's all good. Like, the sun will come up tomorrow. No, like, that's not helping the situation, nor is, oh, I'm so stupid. I'm just a terrible person. Like, why can't I be better? Why can't I achieve this? Why can't I be like that person? All of these things, placing judgment, criticism, and just negative energy that you are projecting onto yourself is not what's going to help you regulate your emotions whatsoever. Your emotions are valid, y'all, okay? Um, the third thing is to forgive yourself when you do recognize in moments that you're invalidating your emotions or you're allowing another person to invalidate your emotions and to dismiss them. I think also forgiveness is something that you need to bring yourself into awareness is to reflect on moments where you allowed somebody to reshape your way of thinking and made you think that what you were feeling was 
not real or completely dismissed it. Um, don't give yourself that love. Just hold yourself and say, I forgive you. It's okay. We're going to do better. Like it's, we're going to do better. We are going to progress to a better state of mind. Number four is to discover better self-soothing and coping techniques. So I talked a lot about coping mechanisms and positive coping mechanisms. If you have not learned about that, I do have an episode about coping and defense mechanisms. But also, I really do want to come up with an episode to talk about self-soothing techniques. So self-soothing techniques are things that we do to bring ourselves to awareness of how we feel by physically giving ourselves validation that we hear and understand that whatever it is that we're doing or reacting in a stressful situation, we are present. So this can look like fidgeting. This could look like rubbing your arm or rubbing your like your thigh, um, kind of like squishing your hands together. All of these things or hugging yourself, all of these things are self-soothing techniques because it helps bring yourself, your spiritual self as much as it wants to um, delve off into different topics. It's here trying to say, "Hey, like you, uh, you're valid. Your physical self is feeling so much, but let's bring ourselves back to awareness." The fifth thing is to create a safe space for yourself. Just like you create a safe space for others, you yourself also need to create a safe, a safe space too. This could be in your car, and if you don't even have access to kind of retreat to your home or to your car, find a safe space in your in mentally and know what to do to get there. So it could be listening to um, a song or eating something that, you know, will help you feel a sense of nostalgia that will help you bring yourself back to a sense of peace. And the last thing is to not be afraid to open up and be vulnerable, not just to other people. And when I say other people, I mean the right people. I'm also saying don't be afraid to be vulnerable and open with yourself too. Your emotions are important and they need that acknowledgement. Don't be afraid to be open to different parts of yourself you haven't yet discovered. But now is the opportunity to discover that and to love those parts and be curious, inquire about why you do the things that you do because you don't want to fall into a cycle where you end up feeling so much, you get so overwhelmed, and then you ask the age-old question of who am I? What is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? I'm not. Maybe I'm not good enough. So this week I want to... Um, you know, as an assignment, I want you guys to journal about what were some ways that you can better be an empathetic person, um, kind of acknowledge what type of empathy that you feel like you've been kind of practicing and how you can best maneuver to be a more compassionate, empathetic person. And also write down some ways that you can be empathetic towards yourself as well. So, I want to end this um, mini episode with a little excerpt from the book I've been reading. So let me see here. It's quite profound and I want to share with you guys to kind of end the episode. If I can find it. I don't know what happened. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. So the author says to bring 
the self to fulfillment and a state of happiness, you must accept that the self is going to go through those challenges and that happiness constitutes states of being that you cultivate as you come to understand yourself, your soul's needs, and your desires a little better. You must expect change, expect to be challenged, and expect pain and growth as you continually recalibrate to the truth within you and around you. You must notice and appreciate the joy that is already present in your life, here and now. All of these elements constitute a holistic awareness of yourself and your life. All right, everyone, that is the end of this week's mini episode. I hope all of you guys enjoyed it. I am super excited to have you guys here. Um, We are truly growing as a community. We have listeners in, I think, like Nigeria and St. Lucia and so many other amazing places. And I'm just super blessed to know that My episodes are reaching so many of you from all over the world. I am sending a huge hug from afar. And if you guys want to keep up with me or learn more about the topics that I cover, you can follow me on my Instagram at the Butterfly Effect Podcast underscore. And if you'd love to ask me any questions or would even love to be a guest on one of the episodes, you can reach out to me on my email, which is the Butterfly Effect pdct at gmail.com also guys i do have a cash app so if you'd love to donate something to contribute to future episodes that information will be in the description box i'm super glad to be back i love you guys so much and i hope you have an amazing week and i will see you on the next episode